You're listening to Divorce Literacy with the Divorce Lending Association, a divorce podcast where we dig deep into issues of divorce that center around the marital home, other real property, and divorce mortgage planning, helping divorcing homeowners and their divorce team make more informed decisions regarding home equity solutions during and after divorce. Hi, everybody. I wanted to welcome Brianna Besky today. Um, she is a financial advisor slash CDFA with Raymond James. That's right, right? I got your title you right. got it exactly cool. right. You're good. Um, and so um, I just want to start off a little bit. Brianna, can you just give us a little bit of background, um, maybe how you got into being a financial advisor and then what prompted you to get your CDFA? Because that's an extra side certificate for you. It is. Um, so two stories. First, I graduated from college in 2008, the middle of the great financial crisis. And I had a hard time finding a job like most college graduates at the time. Um, thankfully, I did find a job, but it was in a call center. And that's not what I went to school for. So I decided to network around town. I ran into a compliance officer actually from an insurance company. And he's like, you really remind me of the people on the third floor. You should apply for an in internship. And I was like, yeah, anything. I'm, I'm there. Um, so once I got in the door, I realized this is what I really want to do. There's an amazing opportunity for financial education and clarifying, you know, what, what exactly does does a financial advisor or just financial services in general, because it can get really complex and confusing. Um, that started back in 2010, and I've been in love with the industry ever since. So that's why I'm a financial advisor is I, I really love the aspect of financial literacy and just making it easier for everyone to understand. Um, divorce is a little bit more personal of a story. Uh, my parents got divorced when I was in my 20s. And I was out of the house, I had my own job. So it didn't affect me financially. But the emotional impact, I mean, it, it was real. And yeah. what made a bad situation worse is I saw my parents both making questionable financial decisions during an arguably very emotional time. And we just discussed a moment ago, the financial services world can be complex and confusing on a good day. You add a stressful, life-changing situation to the mix, and it's impossible. Yeah. Um, so I, I feel very strongly about helping my clients really understand where they are today, work with my clients to have them articulate where they want to be, and then work with my clients to create a plan to get my clients right there. Um, and that's been a really gratifying process to be a part of. Yeah. Yeah. Same. Right. I understand that. And I have some questions over here. So you'll see me kind of looking off to the side just a little bit here. Um, so, I mean, I, I think we, we both know that, um, you know, divorce is really unique um, for everybody. Right. Um, yeah. Unique to everybody's situation and their individual circumstances. So if there is if there's one thing that you could um, maybe advise on in terms of that, because, you know, this is uh, with social media, there's so much information available out there. And there's, um, I know from all of the different divorce groups that I'm part of, there's a uh, man, somebody will go in and post a question and they'll get like 50 different answers within an hour. Yeah. Um, and I know how I feel when it touches on, you know, the residential lending uh, guidelines or something like that. So is there maybe one 
or even if you have more than one, like one piece of advice that you could give from your side um, of what they should maybe be looking out for or what's a flag? Ooh, I mean, one piece of advice, my favorite piece of advice to give is everything is negotiable. And if you're not comfortable negotiating yourself, feel free to hire a lawyer or have someone to help you advocate on your own behalf because it is your divorce and nobody else's. Mm-hmm. Um, but as you said, everybody's divorce is so unique. It's hard to say like, here's one thing everyone should do. Um, I do work with people organizing their finances beforehand. Mm-hmm. And I would say if you're not comfortable having an honest, open look at your financial situation, feel free to you know reach out and have someone help you. I mean, even I've had clients where I could do not, we've whipped out a teapot and teacups and had a tea party because one, we need to be sober and two, um, we needed to relax and bring down the, the stress because it, it's a very intense time period in people's lives. And unfortunately, this is very important information for you to recognize, you know? Yeah. I think too, um, for people that, for the person that maybe doesn't always deal with the finances. Um, if you put that in front of them on top of the stress that they're going through, I know, it's horrible. The divorce, yeah. They're like uh deer in the headlights, right? For, so, for that individual, I'd say reach out for help, you know, whether it's your best friend or feel free to call me or another CDFA, feel mm-hmm. free to get help and support because you're right. It's very stressful and as I said, this is important. This is going to affect you going forward and putting yourself in a position of strength is important. And if you can get help for that, do it, you know? Mm -hmm. So how does, um, how does having the, the CDFA help you to work better with divorcing clients? How does that impact that? You know, um, it really, one, I, I deal with a lot of divorces. So while most of my clients, it's their first divorce that I've, I've gotten to see quite a few. So experience helps too. With the CDFA, we really do look at things from a different lens than the average financial advisor. And it allows us to really narrow in on key details that are very often overlooked or missed. Um, I mean, I'm, if you like, I can go through more, but I mean, the short answer is I, I do have specific training into what is important and what does get impacted by yeah. the, the split. Is there anything that's commonly missed? Like, yeah, yeah. Um, actually, so taxes regarding the house and um, retirement accounts tend to be the most commonly missed or misunderstood parts of that process. Um, So with that, I'm not going to name names, but it's not uncommon. I've seen it a few times where I've run across a situation where they're like, the house is worth 500,000. The retirement account is worth 500,000. Why split the baby? And as a financial advisor, I'm going like, wait, wait, they're taxed differently. They have different like ramifications. Please pause and let's talk this through, you know? Yeah. Um, so, I mean, that those would be the most often missed. Yeah, that's funny. I was just talking to a client either yesterday or the day before. Um, and 
we were talking about exactly that because, you know, everybody tries to figure this out on their own without pulling in experts to help them. And when she told me um, that this is some of the stuff that she's negotiating, right? Because we know everything's yeah. negotiable. Um, I said, well, when you, they're in the very, very early stages. And I said, you know, when you take this the next step, you need to make sure that you are addressing these because they are very different, right? They are. You're exactly right. Mm -hmm. And then even if you're going to, um, like I know some people when they're divorcing, their intention is only to hold on to the property for a certain period of time. Um, and they are intending to sell it rather quickly. And so, you know, bringing up, uh, like raising the flag about capital gains and, and stuff like that, that they might incur in two years that they should maybe be planning for today and possibly negotiating that as well. Right. So there's a You're lot. Exactly. Right. Yeah. And especially for people where taxes matter, there are ways to do it tax efficiently that may not be readily apparent to the average individual, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. Um, so, uh, let's see here. Um, so when somebody is, uh, looking for a financial advisor, maybe a new financial advisor, because we know a lot of times during divorce, um, both parties don't keep the same financial, um, advisor. So, uh, what are the things that, that you think that they should look for when they're looking for a new, a new financial advisor? Um, I think the most important thing is find, find someone that you vibe with. I know I'm saying that funny, but you want to have someone that you're comfortable being open and transparent and free to discuss, you know, your wants, your dreams, your wishes, the realities of your situation. Um, I think that's the most important thing. And you, if you take one thing for the conversation, that's the one. The next oh. thing is you want to find someone who knows what they're talking about and will will give you a transparent, you know, path towards things. And I've worked with people after their divorce and whether they did it themselves or someone very thoughtfully did stuff for them, but maybe were not aware of details. It's an issue. So you do want to make sure that in addition to feeling comfortable with that person, that they also know what they're talking about because mistakes yeah. can happen and they can be very costly. Yeah. I love that you said like you, you just, you know, maybe it's just your gut. You got to have a good vibe with that person, right? Yeah. I think you really need to trust the person that's helping you with your money moving forward and helping to advise you with your investments. Yeah. I so, agree with you. Um, so um, do you have like, one, even if you have two, but do you have um, a memorable case? Um, you can tell stories without naming names, but do you have a memorable case where you were really impactful in a in a divorce situation? Yes, I've got a couple, but let's stick with one. Okay. Um, so I actually, both scenarios are with um, the person who was part of the relationship and not really dealing with the finances and high earner. So they, they, they were smart people. They just didn't deal with that on a day-to-day -day basis. Mm -hmm. They walk into my office and they are stressed out about the, I don't know if I can pay my mortgage. And I assure you looking at the person's finances, yes, yes, they could, but they just, 
it's the first time in years that they're seeing all of these bills that have to be paid on a monthly basis. And it's like, oh my God. Mm-hmm. Um, so we have our conversation and it's apparent this is causing a lot of mental burden. Um, so we literally sat down and we put together a spending plan. Like, all right, this is how much a mortgage costs. This is the utilities. It was that simple. And I can't wow. tell you how impactful, like you could see it, like, you know, posture had straightened and she yeah. was just so much more um, comfortable walking yeah. out of the office um, during the case, during the process of her um, split. She, again, very smart woman, but not, not a spreadsheet person. I, my love language is spreadsheets. Not everyone <laughs> else's. I get it. Um, but she was like, okay, you know, they're giving me this proposal, that proposal. Like, I don't, I, I have no idea what this means to me. And again, spreadsheets are my love language. I was very happy to make it very simple for her to understand mm-hmm. uh, in terms of like, this is the impact now. This is five years from now. This is 20 years from now. And I I also utilized some software to make that very easy for her to see. She did want to retire at, at a point. She did have children that she wanted to put through school. And, you know, she had traveling goals. And we were able to show, like, this is what this means towards those goals. This is what you're planning to do going forward. What do you think about this option versus this option versus that option? Um, so it really helped simplify you know, or demystify, like, I, I don't know what these means. Like, you know, my attorney is saying, this is good. This is good. What, what works best for you? But I, I don't know. Um, so that I'd say that's probably where I was most impactful, where yeah. I was able to just hold my client's hand and walk her through this very scary, stressful time. And right. thankfully she's past retire or past um, divorce. And you can start seeing like, you know, happier moments in her life are coming to be more often and finances while important to her are not something that's stressing her out because she has the confidence that what she's doing is it it's working in her her in her benefit you know yeah yeah I think that um it's uh it's often easy for us because we deal with this stuff day in and day out um so it's it's a good reminder to you know to know that Sometimes they're in such a headspace that, I mean, they couldn't see a bright red star in front of them, you know, just because of the stress that they're going through. And then, you know, putting on top of that something that they are not used to dealing with. So, um, yeah, sometimes just bringing them down and really simplifying it for them is what can help the most um, so that they can see it. I think they can't see it otherwise. For sure. Um, so uh, I I guess like is there is there anything else that you want to bring up or speak about you know to somebody that might stumble across this video um, maybe how you could be impactful helping them whether it be a consumer or um, maybe somebody else in the divorce field like an attorney or a mediator um, yeah. Um, for individuals, I, I work with people who both are very into the finances on a day-to-day basis. And I, I do work with folks who want to organize themselves and come up with fair solutions, equitable solutions. 
I do work with people who don't deal with the numbers on a day-to-day basis and really helping you understand what your options are and what is in your best benefit and working through that. Um, When I do work with attorneys, it is to help with the client experience and it's making sure the clients fully understand their options and fully understand what different solutions or settlement options mean to them going forward. Um, So I, I work a lot with that. If yep. that's helpful. Awesome. Awesome. Um, so Brianna, if somebody wants to um, find you to work with you, first of all, let me ask you, cause I know, I know you work in Denver, Colorado. Um, you live in Colorado Springs. Are you able to help nationwide or are you Colorado? Where, where are you? Where's your workspace? Uh, my workspace is Colorado, but I do have clients across the country. So okay. I'm very happy to help that way too. Okay. So if somebody wants to find you, how do they find you? Um, you can email me, Brianna.Besky at RaymondJames.com. Um, okay. I do have a website. If you Google me, Brianna Besky, you can also find me on LinkedIn. Okay. And awesome. feel free to call me too. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, thank you so much. Thanks for taking a few minutes out of your day today. Um, I really appreciated having you on here and um, gosh, have a great weekend. You too. Thanks. Thanks for listening to Divorce Literacy. Discover more strategies and solutions on divorce mortgage planning at divorcelendingassociation.com.